Hey gorgeous, this is episode number 210 with the amazing breakthrough expert Dan Cushell. Hi, this is Dan Cushell and you're listening to Heart Cells Podcast with Christine Schlonsky. Enjoy. Well, I am so looking forward to this conversation with Dan. For those of you who don't know, Dan has been on the Heart-Centered Lead Generation Summit, and he had an amazing presentation there, provided tons and tons of value. And today I have him back on Heart Cells Podcast as a podcast guest because I was so impressed with all of his work. We will be talking about what selling really is today. And Dan knows what he's talking about because... He ended up building 11 plus companies to the multiple seven and eight figures. He has bought and sold multiple companies. He has helped over 200,000 clients, coached over 5,000 business owners to connect the dots, see the blind spots and to get unstuck. And he helped those people to implement unique sales and marketing systems so they could get more clients, they could grow, they could have better profits, have a bigger impact reach and contribution. Some of the top experts like Joe Polish, Dan Graziosi, Janet Edward, Daniel Marcus, and many more come to Dan for his advice and ask him for help. So it's a pleasure to have him here at Heart Sales Podcast. Let's dive in of what Dan thinks selling is, what he has learned on the way so that you can learn from him and be supported with your business. Well, I'm so, super excited to have you on the show today, Dan. Welcome. It's a pleasure to be with you, Christine. Thank you. Yeah. And I love, I mean, you have had so many business successes and also some failures, but you built over 11 plus companies and it's, it's just so fascinating. And I was wondering, do you think it is important for an entrepreneur to actually know how to sell or is this something somebody should be able to outsource right away when they start? Well, I think that a good framework for every business owner is to think of one day that they look to sell it. Um, not that they have to sell it, but if they come from the mindset that I pl to plan to sell, then what ends up happening is you operate a little bit differently. And, you know, I think you set up better systems. I think you set up better processes. You set up the ability to free yourself from the business, you know, because like one of my mistakes, and, and I see this today with a lot of founders, CEOs, entrepreneurs, is we get stuck I've gotten stuck in the business. I've gotten stuck wearing the hat of my, my own expertise and then wearing nine hats of the other things that need to happen in the business to make it successful. And there's, it's a success trap. Like there's mm. huge success traps for most founder CEOs and entrepreneurs because we learn skill sets to adapt, to cope, to get things done. And that has a tendency to keep us trapped. And so when we start with the idea, you know, the, the old Stephen Covey quote, which is begin with the end in mind, right? If you begin with the end of the idea, the idea, okay, one day I'm going to sell or take a, a notch down. I'm going to free myself from the business so that I can just stay in my sweet spot and in my genius zone. It helps set the stage to run, have a business that runs without you, have a business that is really an asset 
and, and doesn't feel like a liability. I mean, you know this, Christine, as well, right? We meet a lot of friends, colleagues, peers that on one side, their business is solid, it's profitable, it produces a great lifestyle, and in some ways, they despise it because they're, they're in this success trap that we're talking about right now. So I think it's one of the most critical things that someone can do starting out, whether they're like, I, I had gone through multiple uh, businesses, uh, some failures, as you mentioned, some successes, but any business we start, tuning in with the idea, begin with that end in mind, begin with the idea that one day I'm going to sell it or at least get free of it is such a gift and a blessing when you do. Yeah. Yeah. I love the idea that starting with the end in mind, because then you build around your idea, around your vision, and you don't create a job for yourself. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And as an, as an entrepreneur, because so many people that are tuning in, they have challenges when it comes to actually selling their products, their services. So do you think it's important for an entrepreneur to know how to sell, to kind of feel good with a sales game? Oh, I, I think, again, coming back to the mindset, it means everything. And, mm. you know, I think that, you know, a lot of ways our typical education traditional uh, upbringings limit us in our ability to sell. You know, for me, I'll just speak to me, the elephant in the room. You know, as a kid, I was very self-conscious. I didn't have a lot of self-confidence other than one place, which was on the sports field or, or court or diamond, if you will. Like on sports, I felt high confidence, high achiever. But anywhere else, I felt very self-conscious. I was uncomfortable you know, these sorts of things. So I had to really unlearn, you know, some, you know, I think this is an Elon Musk quote, the unlearning can be more important than learning, right? So we have to unlearn some of these false beliefs and it is a belief system sometimes, you know, a lot of us were brought up with uh, false beliefs around money, like money is the root of all evil. And then you could tie in things related to sales or business or business people, like they're greedy, right? All, all these kind of, again, false beliefs. So we have to unlearn those to then get into a sweet spot where we feel comfortable. And I love, you know, I first learned this, you know, from a few people, you know, some of my first coaches were Harvey McKay, uh, Tom Hopkins, uh, Zig Ziglar, Jay Abraham, and, and, and some others, but those, and Tony Robbins, and those were some of my core initial, but Jay Abraham, his psychology around selling all the way back 25 plus years ago, really stuck with me. He says, you know, when you have a product or service that you believe in, you have a obligation to get it into the end user, right? This is my interpretation, right? And that really stuck with me. Tom Hopkins had another version. He says, all selling is, is helping people. And like, if you think about it, as you're listening right now, you have a belief system that is what I offer helps people. Well, you're of course going to have a much easier time believing in it, having the conviction, having the passion, to convey what it really can do for somebody, what it means for them. What it, and you'll go to all ends to compel somebody that this is a solution to solve their problem, right? And, and, that, and that, that is so critical. Another uh, definition now, you know, fast forward, you know, almost 30 some years, uh, Dan Sullivan of Strategic Coach, he has a really, re probably, I feel today, probably the best definition outside of all selling is, is helping people. Uh, which I feel is really simple and really clean and really healthy, right? Dan Sullivan has an amazing definition that I think a lot of people could benefit from learning, which is selling 
is getting someone intellectually engaged in a future result that is good for them so they can emotionally commit to take action to achieve that result. And, wow. you know, think about breaking that down, right? Getting intellectually first, you got to get yourself intellectually engaged in a future result, right? In other words, it's solving a problem that is good for them, right? That's a real key piece to this that is good for them. So they, you can emotionally take action to achieve that result. And, uh, you know, so, so anyway, I, I think that when the mindset is right, especially around the belief system, when you have the belief system and the mindset matching in alignment, Christine, and, and you see this because it's what you do so well. And, you know, the tribe that you've built, uh, your, your, the, the people you serve, right? It's all about being able to help somebody get a, a result that's good for them. Yeah, I love that definition. And that's where I also want to get people to like helping supporting others is a good thing. And asking for money is also a good thing because with that money, you can build your business and you don't have a hobby because at the end of the day, if you don't make money, you don't have a business. Yeah, and I'll speak, you know, again, to the elephant in the room. My early years, I was very... Uh, uh, I, I was self-conscious. I was uncomfortable around asking for money. And so I would kind of dance around. And when people feel the uncertainty, mm. you know, there's a great, uh, one of the greatest copywriters in the world today, his name's Craig Clemens. And he says that the number one reason people buy and or the number one reason people don't buy. In fact, as you're listening, right, would you like to know the number one reason people will buy from you or not buy from you? How, how valuable would that be? I mean, this is this simple, what I'm going to give you, and I didn't invent it. Craig shared it at an event I was at not too long ago. And he says the number one people, number one reason people buy from you is when they have certainty in what you do. Certainty. Yeah. So if you're coming from a place like I did years ago, I was uncomfortable. I was like squeamish. I was like almost shy or embarrassed. Right. But I would offer it. There's a lot of uncertainty there. And if someone feels uncertainty, lack of confidence, lack of uh, strength or power there behind it, they're going to be like, oh, something's off here. On the other hand, what if you could deliver with certainty that you can solve a problem, right? And if you can solve a problem, then you can go to all ends to share with the value, what it means. And you know, another version I've heard from all, I forget who I can give this credit. To. I like to give credit where credit is due and I forget who this comes from. But all you know, selling is or making money is, is it's, a, it's a byproduct of value creation, right? Value creation. So what is the value you provide to the market out there, right? What is the solution and the, or the problem that you solve, right, with the value you have? And if you have the certainty behind that, that you deliver the very best in the world or one of the best in the world, it makes it easier to go to your clients or your potential clients and go, here's what I got. Here's what it'll do for you. And here's what that's going to mean for you. Let's go, right? And uh, anyway, I can spend more time on that, but that's a simple yeah. way to Oh, let me share also, I don't want to leave an open loop. What's the number one reason people don't buy from you, right? So we got the number one reason they buy, but what's the number one reason they don't buy? It's the opposite of that. It's uncertainty, right? So if you're delivering uncertainty in your message and your communication and your words, your languaging, linguistics, they're not going to buy from you, right? It has nothing to do with the product. It has nothing to do with the service, right? Uh, Gary Halbert is famous for a quote. He says, you know, there's, um, there's no correlation between being good and getting paid. Think about that. How many great people do we all meet, Christine? You know this too. 
right, that have great ideas, they have great products, they have great services, but their ability to translate that into getting paid is low. Well, one of the simple ways is to understand the value you provide with certainty and then deliver a message in alignment with your beliefs, with your message in alignment with certainty, and you can increase your sales, increase your growth, increase your profits, and a whole lot. And most importantly, increase your impact. Uh, Naveen Jain, who I've gotten a chance to meet uh, through some different communities and platforms, he's uh, you know one of the top experts in the world today in, in technology and a few other areas. He's playing in the space game and hangs out with people like Elon Musk and all, all these crazy, uh, crazy tech entrepreneurs. And somebody asked him a question that I found, found was so fascinating, Christine. And they said, uh, you know, Naveen, how do you build a billion dollar company? And he said it as matter of fact as I'm going to say it. Uh, he says, uh, simple, just help 10 billion people. And then said, well, how do you build a hundred million dollar business? He said, well, help a billion people. How do you build a $10 million? He said, help a hundred million people. How do you build a million dollar business? Help 10 million people. In other words, if you want to build X, whatever X is for you as you're listening right now, simply look at how do you help 10 times that amount of people get an impact from it. So if you want to grow your impact, right, you've got to just get the beliefs in alignment with your messaging, with your impact. Yeah, I love it. And conviction sells. <laughs> yes. And when you don't, when you do shy away from your offer and it's not an alignment, people will like they smell it, even though you hope that nobody notice it, they will notice it. And, and they will then kind of think that something is wrong with your offer. That's right. So especially right. when, when you start out and you might not really be that self-assured that your product is the best on the market or that whatever you deliver is awesome because you haven't not yet served so many people. Often people feel like they are an imposer. They just pretend and you know put something out there that's not really that great or they they are afraid that they can't deliver do you have any advice of how to deal with this challenge well there's a, f a few things uh number one is start by keeping it simple and go help a couple people get some results with your service or your product right and get that feedback what do you like most what How did it impact you? What did it do for you? What does it mean for you? What will it give you? Like answering those questions and getting deep and having your clients answer those just gives you a lot of, lot of confidence. And it doesn't have to be like a money claim. In fact, the less money claim, because here's the reality as well, from my experience anyway, people don't believe us, right? You know, there's an adage in, in business that says that people must like us and trust us to buy from us. And I actually think it's one of the biggest lies in the world. I think it's a big fault. I think it's people that go down this road and I went down this road and this is why I speak to it. Um, it's a half truth, right? It's not a full truth. You know, people must like us and trust us to buy from us. I don't, I don't believe that today. I did years ago, but I went down and I found myself falling in line. If you've ever felt as you're listening right now, like you are inclined to be a people pleaser, right? And falling into that trap being a people pleaser and then be disappointed in the outcome or disappointed. And I found myself on that side of the coin way too often. I was like, there's got to be a different way of looking at this. And what I found is yes, liking is a value, right? Trust is more important mm -hmm. and trust and respect is far more important. 
see the magic combination in being able to connect the dots or uh, you know go go through the blind spots, if you will, is to move beyond like and trust to trust and respect. See, if people trust us and respect us, they're more likely to buy from us. So if you go like I did for years, chasing down, oh, if they like me and trust me, then they'll buy from me. And then I found I didn't make a lot of sales. I was struggling. And then what I found is, okay, well, when you set up the game to win and you rig it to win, where you have trust and respect, right? That's when you really create, you know, a certain sense of magic. But again, that also comes back to a belief system, right? Um, the other thing, how do you build up that belief system? Well, just go help a few people. Come from contribution, add value in advance, get that feedback. Hey, you know, I've got a program that I'm going to, you know, develop and create and it's going to be X dollars. I'd like to help you in exchange for your feedback on it so I can make it even better, right? And then you essentially become a scientist to go, okay, here's what it is and you get that validation. Here's what it does for you, get that validation. Here's what it means for you, get that validation and feedback. What does that do for you? What does it give you? You collect that data from, you know, three, five, 10 people. Now, that's if you're starting brand new. Many of you that are listening and following Christine or have been following her, following her guidance and wisdom for years. Well, what if you went to your five to 10 best clients and you got into a conversation and asked them those questions because you've already gotten some results with them? What, what do you like most about it? What does it do for you? What does it give you? What, what does that mean to you? right? And you gather that feedback. Now you can gather that information that is more coming from the heart impact than having to, you know, make a false money claim because most people just don't believe us anyway. But they will believe when it has the emotion behind it, when it has the meaning. People buy emotionally, not logically. Yet so many people try to sell, oh, oh they increase their income by five times, 10 times, 20 times, whatever the case might be. People don't believe it most of the time. Yeah. Especially if it doesn't have any of the emotional impact from it. Like, you know, one of the greatest gifts, like what one of the clients we're working with and had worked with recently, you know, this is someone who's an incredible influencer in the marketplace, a results leader doing amazing things. And he was, you know, for all practical purposes, had a successful business already to a degree. His profits were solid. His, his, his uh, revenue was solid, but something was still missing, Right. And to be able to give him a gift of creating a steady flow of clients coming in every single day, right? And that translating into revenue and that translating into profits now allows him to go focus on one of his bigger missions in the world, which is to eliminate uh, or, or solve the problem around the miseducation, around the conversation around addiction, for example. That's one client. You know, the freedom that people get by having control and having a system in place or a process in place to create revenue, sales, profits, right? Not relying on them, not relying on just referrals, not relying on one-to-one, -one, but one-to-many methods. It's such a gift and a, and a powerful tool. So, you know, just think, what, what if you had the ability, as you're listening right now, to connect the dots, right? Understand the value of what you offer, gather the data from people, right? Uh, and get real data, ideally emotionally, right? Support of what does it do? What does it give you? What will it mean for you? And then be able to offer that up in the marketplace. And now you become more like a magnet attracting versus having to go sell people. There's a huge difference between convincing and compelling people, mm. right? And I think if you take a 360 view of like this conversation that 
ideally this will give you some of the tips and strategies to be able to connect those dots to make that happen. Yeah, yeah, totally. You served over 5,000 business owners uh, from all around the world, from all different kinds of industries. What does it mean for you to heart sell, like to, or to sell from your heart? Heart selling, I think, is everything we've been talking about. You know, Christine, it's, it's uh, you know, knowing that you're making an impact, right? That what you do matters, it's making a bigger contribution. It's the indirect impact, you know, as well. It's knowing that, you know, if we, like for, for our products and services, when we go out and we can help a founder, we can help a CEO solve a problem of, you know, if they're struggling or, or they've hit a plateau or they've kind of flatlined and or they're suffering from overwhelm or burnout or stress, which is very common, especially for the high achiever founders and CEOs we've worked with. And we can help relieve that, right? Even if they stay the same in revenue and profits, but we can relieve a lot of the, the stress on them or take it off the weight of, the, of that off the shoulder so they can spend more time with their family. It's, it's such an incredible gift, but that's getting clarity around like knowing deeply what it means, right? What it does, what it will do for somebody. And so for me, hard selling is, is truly being connected in alignment with what does this really do? What does it mean? What does it give the end user this, you know, with our service or clients? Yeah. yeah. I know that for you, self-care is very important. Oh, yeah. um, and you learned that not the easy way. <laughs> that's right. So if somebody is really working hard to make it work right now, why should they take some time for self-care instead of hustling and making it work so then they can finally have the freedom? Yeah, I, I, uh, I would have loved to have said, Christine, that I figured this out ahead of time, but it took, you know, I think God tests us, he, you know, he taps us on the shoulder, says, you know, are you paying attention? And if you're not, like my, my DNA is one, I'm a hard charging type A personality. It's easy for me to work 100 hours a week and just burn both candles to the end. And most of the time, my vacations back years ago would be me getting sick because I would just kind of break down after just working myself. For me, I went this path for 10 plus years. I averaged two plus hours. I bought the, the idea, you know, uh, you can sleep when you're dead and almost literally did that because I ended up in a hospital for four days where I had a surgery on my heart and I had to sign a disclaimer. It said I had a one in X chance of dying on the table. And for me, that was a wake up call. Mm. And, you know, it's, it's very common that I meet founders and CEOs who build a business out of passion and joy. And it's less about money than it is about like conquering the world, so to speak, to a degree, like conquering a niche or conquering an industry or just wanting to be the best in that industry. And then they build a business that in some cases they just built not knowing why they built it or what they wanted to build. And so for me, coming out of that experience, if I were to give a gift to somebody that, you know, a coach gave me, one of my coaches, her name's Christy Lopez. And, uh, you know, she got me to really get clarity on three key questions and it's changed the game. It's changed the game in you know, my personal life, my, the self-care you talk about, uh, and a whole lot more decisions of what I say no to, what I say yes to. I've now discovered that although a type A 
DNA driven, high achieving personality type or entrepreneur, founder, CEO, right? Our gift, it can be our curse. Mm. And the not to do list becomes far more important than a to do list. But then as a creative visionary kind of person, probably if you're listening, you might be going, well, how do I decide what do I say yes to? And what do I say no to? Because I can take, you probably have the gift. Christine, you're, a lot of your following probably has a gift where you can take most things and make them better. That's entrepreneurship at, it, at its core, right? Taking something from one level to a higher level. You have that gift if you're listening to Christine's program right now. It's part, probably part of your DNA. It's part of your genius. It's part of who you are. So for me, I went through this process and the three questions. Number one, what do I want? Without attachment, without thinking like, what does my kids want? What do my family want? What does my spouse want? What did my team want at the time? I had 200 employees. It's a lot of responsibility, a lot of weight, right? So you have to detach from that to go, what do you want? What do you really, really, really want? Not what society says, but what do you want? And get that ultimate clarity. Number two is who are you at the core? Not labels and titles and human doing things and all the you know, cool things that when people look at it or the fake, I mean, Facebook posts that people post out there about how amazing their life is every day, right? But who are you at the core as a human being, not human doing, but human being? Like, who are you, right? And then number three is what do you stand for, right? At the end of the day, you know, we've all heard, you know, great companies have great core values. Well, do you personally have your core values uh, set up? right? Not aspirational values, but like who you, what do you really stand for? What are the three to five most important values that you live with every day that are non-negotiable that you, it's just you, it's your DNA. Have you gotten that clarity? And when you get that sense of clarity, then what happens is it becomes much easier. What do you say no to? What do you say yes to? Another version of this, Warren Buffett, I read his bio biography years ago, uh, Christine, and he said, you know, I've given myself, and I've, I might have this off just a little bit, um, but I give my, he, he, I believe he says, I've, I've given myself a punch card with 20 opportunities that I can say yes to. So if Warren Buffett, like one of the wealthiest people in the world, who's by all practical standards, like one of the most conservative people, you know, I mean, he drives a used truck, he lives in a small home, in a, in a local community, right? He's just a real human being right? He doesn't go around flashing his money and private jets and all this nonsense that I, you know, we all see out there on the marketplace, right? He's just a humble guy. He's clear on who he is, what he wants. He says, I've given myself 20 opportunities that I can say yes to, apparently. And if he says yes to something, it means he's going to have to say no to something else, right? So for you, as you're listening right now, what do you want? Who are you at the core? What do you stand for? Those are three criteria that are really important. Uh, there's some other criteria to think about. Uh, like one of the big mistakes, Christine, I made in my early years of business was saying yes to most things related to the financial reward of it. I now look for other things and I've come up with a criteria uh, that it's beyond the financial opportunity, like being on this show. Like I look at it and this is a filter I picked up from Dan Sullivan or some other piece of what he, but it fits here really well. For what do you say yes to? What do you say no to? Does it enhance me? And will we enhance each other? You know, that was an easy check mark for, I, I felt for us. Do we appreciate each other? 
on two ways. One, will we go up in value together? And B, is there a sense of gratitude on both sides of respect? That was a check mark, yes, right? Would we utilize each other, right? I could see us having the ability to have a conversation. If I ever have a business problem, you have a business problem, connecting to be able to help each other, refer each other. I've already referred people and you know, promoted and sent some things to your platform. And I feel like you are doing the same, even having me as a guest on your show. And then there's likely to be some financial reward. But now today, instead of this being my only and first criteria of what I say yes or no to, it's now my fifth criteria. And the other four plus the three that I mentioned earlier, the three questions, give me a lot of clarity of what to do, what not to do. Yeah. You know, why do I have date night scheduled with my wife? Why do I have the you know, schedule for my son's football uh, stuff that he does? Why do I have massages scheduled in? because me knowing me, I, first of all, a personality, maybe you can relate if you're listening. If you're a high achieving type personality with a little crazy tied in, right? You go fast. If that's your DNA, like what I can say about me is I need boundaries to protect me from, well, me. And a, a lot of this clarity has helped not create a limitation, but created healthy boundaries. And I think that's what it's all about. And, uh, you know, it creates a lot of clarity, gives you a lot of certainty. It also gives you far more freedom, you know, to be able to go out and do the things that matter too. Yeah, I love it. And, and what I also love that all your experiences go into your products, help all the entrepreneurs to scale better and to really be themselves and to be authentic and to create these amazing companies that if they wanted to, they can sell, but they, it's not a must. And you brought an amazing gift for us as well. So I want to send people to your page. It's activate.breakthrough3x.com. Let us know a little bit what's, what's there when I go there. Well, you know, as a, as a business owner, we found a few key categories, Christine, uh, that, you know, businesses, you know, either thrive in or are not, you know, thriving in, right? And one area, of, of course, is marketing. Right, because you're listening right now, how would you rate your marketing on a one to five scale? Five being best, one being lowest. Well, if you're looking for a playbook or a checklist of things you can be thinking about or doing, right, implementing with your marketing to take you to that next level, wherever you are in the scale to the next, well, that's one of the things we've got as a marketing checklist and playbook. Uh, hiring, a lot of people struggle with the idea of hiring and what to do or how to do it. So we put together, I've actually interviewed over 20,000 people in my companies. I've had over a thousand people work for me. And so I've learned from like what not to do, mostly a lot of the mistakes to come up with a simple checklist that we use in our company too. And we made it available publicly. So there's a hiring checklist, whether it's hiring a full-time person that would be on your team or whether it would be an outsourced person. Like how do you set up a screening criteria to understand who would be a fit, who would not be a fit and why? Uh, so there's a hiring checklist, a CEO's checklist. Why? Because as a CEO, like truthfully, I look at myself, Christine, I'm more of a creative type and I like to build things and I'm a starter. I don't like to finish a lot. CEOs typically actually love to complete things and they're very process oriented and they're, they're the types that implement a lot naturally. So I built this initially for me. I've been using it for a version of it for about 15 years. I've got it hanging up on my wall over here for myself, but it keeps us on track of what to do, what not to do, right? From the running of the business. How do you run a good business? And so this checklist is something that we put together. 
And then the last checklist and toolkit that we put together uh, is related to productivity. And so when you go, uh, we're gonna give all of that to you for free, right? You just simply enter your name and email, right? You'll pick the one that makes the most sense for you between the CEO's checklist, the marketing checklist. Oh, one other checklist, how to sell more by selling less, right? Uh, which we was kind of been a theme of this conversation. What we have found is the more you sell, the more you'll push people away. The more you interview somebody to identify if they're fit for what you have to offer, then you really connect the dots. And so we've got a 12-step formula. Literally, it's not only for us, but our clients been worth probably somewhere well in excess of $50 million and, and probably a whole lot more than that. Uh, these were scripts that our teams used. We took customer service people and turned them in into high producers using this interview method. And so we're giving that checklist away as well. So when you go to activate.breakthrough3x.com, you can get all that for free. Just choose which one you want and uh, enjoy it. Ideally, we'd love your feedback on it. What do you like most? What's the value? What does it mean for you? What is it giving you when you use it? Wow. I, I just love it. Thank you so, so much. That's an amazing, amazing gift. And uh, also obviously on the show notes page, I will have all the links so people can connect with you. And uh, I want to make sure that you connect with Dan because you can learn a ton. He might be your next mentor. You don't know. Check, definitely check him out. You coach so many people and you have such amazing success stories that I'm very grateful that we do have a second interview scheduled. Thank you so, so much for your time today and all the wisdom you shared. And uh, yeah, I, there were so many golden nuggets. I took a bunch of notes and I hope people did as well. So thank you so much. And I'm really looking forward to the next episode. Thanks, Christine. What a powerful interview. Wow. Just having the clarity that you really need to build an asset instead of building yourself a job in having better strategies, in selling more, having more impact, growing your company more, having more profits at the end of the day so you have better choices when it comes in reinvesting into your business or in making your dreams come true is so, so super important. And Dan has learned the hard way. And he has also achieved so much success because he had those failures, because he got really, really clear so that today entrepreneurs, experts like Dan Graziosi, Janet Edward, Daniel Marcus, Joe Polish, really come and seek his advice. So hop on over to christineschlansky.com forward slash podcast, find the podcast episode with Dan. These are the episodes number 210 and 211 because we will have him back on the show. And um, the, all the links to Dan are right there. So it's just one click away to connect with him. Check out his wonderful podcast, Growth to Freedom Transformation. I will also link it there. And really important, his mini business growth toolkit is in the resource section where you get access to some of his strategies for free so that you have support right away and can get to know the wonderful work that Dan does in the world. Thank you so much for being here. Once you're over at christineschlansky.com forward slash podcast. Also sign up for the empowerment notes. If you are not already part of my tribe, I would love to give you empowerment right into your inbox, the updates of Hard Sales podcast, as well as amazing content that I usually do not share on social. You can get that right there. 
Thank you so much for being here. Have a wonderful day wherever you are in this beautiful world. And I'm saying bye for now. Bye.